Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? Welcome to the Money Game Podcast. This is Raul Avila. I am your host, and I hope you enjoy today's show. How are you guys doing? Hopefully, you guys are doing excellent. Welcome, welcome, everybody. My name is Raul Avila. This is the Money Game Show, and I'm super excited to host uh, tonight's show live coming to you um let me make sure that guys doing there we go turn that off right hopefully you guys are uh do, having an amazing evening and uh how awesome is it that you're able to do uh watch the show from the comfort of your living room right um i have a lot of great content uh to show you today today i'm going to talk about the basics of investing and um my name is raul avila i am your host and for the next hour probably less than an hour. It's probably going to be like a 40 minute class today. I'm going to talk about uh, the basics of investing. Okay. Cause uh, I have gone into the, like last week, I don't know if you saw last week's show, but I got into mortgage investing and uh, the audio wasn't that good. So I'm going to redo that class, but it was a little bit more detailed and specialized on how to get a mortgage. Like for those of you that have a mortgage and you want to learn what you need to do to pay off the house faster uh, also for those of you that, for those of you that, um, that, that don't have a mortgage and want to buy a house, what does it take to buy a house? What credit scores, what, uh, what, you know, what's debt to income ratio, what's loan to value, all these different things that you should know so that you could buy a mortgage or refinance your house and take advantage of the amazing low, super low interest rates that are going on right now. In fact, uh, I don't think they're going to be going up anytime soon. It's kind of crazy. Uh, to, for the government to do that. I don't think that would make sense for the government to do that because right now uh, going through hyperinflation, uh, things are getting really expensive. And if, and if they raise the interest rates, there's, <laughs> there's gonna be a crazy crash in the stock market. But, um, but I don't think they're gonna do that. So I think their interest rates are gonna be low for a little while, but I wouldn't bet on it. So, uh, cause who knows what's gonna happen, right? Nobody knows. Uh, people make crazy decisions all of a sudden. And so it's a really good idea to make sure that you um, that you take advantage of the low interest rates and refinance your house so that you could uh, lock in the rate. I don't know, maybe you have a 3% or a 5% or maybe a 10. I, I'm helping somebody right now that has a that has a uh, 10. <laughs> it's a crazy interest rate it has a 10.99 interest rate. And granted, it wasn't an, uh, an emergency. She had to take out money because she owed money in taxes. They were going to take her house. So it made no sense to lose a house. It was paid for. So she basically uh, got a hard money loan and she paid the price for it 10.99%. But now she's going to be able to get out of that. Uh, she was able to save her house, but now we're going to refinance her house. And, and our goal is to get her, uh, she's, she might qualify for it's 2.75, which is still not bad. I mean, uh, if, 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 if all the, you know, earths, all the planets align and you have great interest rate, a great income, great loan to value, you have no debt, you, you could get as low as 1.75%, but, um, but who cares? 2.75 is still good. She's going to get out of the situation, get out of the 10.99%, but that's what we talked about last week. Okay. And every week we talk about something specific, but this week is going to be just generalizing basics of investing and, um, and I'm going to talk about the need. There is a big need out there right now. Uh, just to give you an idea, right now there's um, 
there's a, you know, there's, there's a big need out there right now. A lot of families live paycheck to paycheck. 90% of families are in, in not in a good situation. They don't have a financial plan. I'm going to show you statistics right now uh, that you might've never seen right here. Look at this. Peop, um, it says right here, uh, people, people at age 65, how do they end up? These are people that work from age 65 to um, from age 65 from age 25, excuse me, to age 65. How do they end up by the time they retire? Well, this is how they end up, guys. Look, 54% of them end up dependent, depending on somebody, depending on the government, social security, food stamps, welfare, right? And that's not good because that's already more than half of America retire depending on somebody. And, um, and that's not good, right? So think about it. Is that how you want to end up? Is that how you would like your parents to end up? Of course not, right? 36% still got to go back to work. Imagine you work for 30, you work for 30, 40, 40, sometimes in some cases, 50 years, and you still got to go back to work. That's not good, right? So, uh, so if you add those two, that's already 90%. And that's what I was talking about. So 90% of families retire with little or no money, retire broke. So it's not like it's a small percentage and, you know, this conversation is like irrelevant. It's not really that important. It's crazy relevant because people are retiring with little or no money and it's a big alarming situation. And if you have a retirement plan, that's not good enough. Do you know what your FIN number is? I had a class previously, uh, by the way, all these classes are being recorded and I offer them for a big, huge lump sum of money that is free. <laughs> it's actually free. I don't charge nothing. Um, and the reason I do that is because I know how much valuable this information was for me and my family and for my parents. My parents right now are financially independent because of this, because of these concepts, because of these um, principles that we teach and that I'm teaching for free in these webinars for everybody. But the reason I love to teach this is because I, uh, and I, and I, and I give it away for free is because I know that it's going to help you and it's going to change your family tree. I'm going to repeat that again. It's going to change your family tree. And if, and if you don't uh, have a plan and if you're not focused on it, and if you are not, don't have a budget, you don't have an emergency savings, you don't have the right kind of life insurance. You're not on a debt elimination program. You don't have a will and you don't have a retirement plan, then guess what? You're not on track. And that's, that's scary. That was scary for me. Back then I was 23 years old, I was broke. I, was, I, had, um, I couldn't save a thousand bucks. I was living paycheck to paycheck and I was single with no kids. I just had bad money habits and those bad money habits, see habits die hard. Habits, you, it's hard to kill a bad habit. And so if you don't, change the way you 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 handle money then you're going to take those bad habits with you into your marriage into and and then and then which and then your kids monkey see monkey do your kids are going to learn how you manage money and guess what they're going to grab onto those bad or good habits that you do with money and then you're going to affect your children and your children's children right so so yeah you could change your family tree i'm not like not even ex, uh, exaggerating, not even one bit. Okay. We come from, my parents come from a, a background where, you know, my dad comes from third floors, right. You know, from a rancho in, in Michoacan in Mexico and uh, sixth grade education. 
they started their financial plan late and now they're financially independent. I'm going to talk about that. So I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm just really excited, guys, because all this information I'm going to share with you for free. I'm going to send you a link. Okay. If you registered to my texting messaging, which you want to do that because you get text message reminders about these webinars. I'm going to send you a text message uh, of the link that's going to give you access to all the recordings that I've done in the past. All of them. So I think it's like 30 of them or something. But one of them is the FIN number. And that's what I was talking about, right? Having a retirement plan is not enough. You need to know what your FIN number is. You need to know if you're on track to have the retirement that you, uh, that you want to have. But you need to know what that number is so that you could save an amount that'll get you to that number so that you can have the retirement that you want to have. Does that make sense? So um, let's keep going here. So look, 90% retire broke with little or no money. So let's keep going here. It says 5% uh, are deceased, 4% are okay with a million dollars or more, and 1% is wealthy. Let me ask you a question. How would you like to retire? How would you like to retire? Would you like to retire with, um, are you guys able to see that? All right, cool scene log okay cool so would you like to retire in the green section would you like to retire in the in the uh in the gray section how would you like to retire ask yourself that because if you would like to retire in the in the green section then you got a lot a lot to do right but at the worst case scenario you should be able to retire at the in the in the in the gray section, which is worth $1 million or more. And I'm going to show you how you can do just that. Okay. So, um, so man, I'm super excited to share this with you. Okay. So here we go. Why is it that 95% of families fail when it comes to their finances? There's a lot of reasons why they fail, but uh, they all branch out from these three. Okay. Number one, there, um, there's no financial education. So look, remember, do you guys remember learning about, um, about pi 3.14. Do you remember that? Remember uh, learning about here, I'll write it down right here so you could see. Remember that 3.14 pi? I don't know if you remember about that, but most people do. But what a worthless, what a worthless waste of time. <laughs> I mean, you could have learned that. You could you 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 learned that because you it's worthless because you don't use it in real life. But money, right? Money, we use it every single day, but is it taught in school? Do you remember learning about money in school? I don't think so. I don't think you remember learning about money in school. And that is why, guys, that is why I teach what I teach. And that's why I'm, I'm, I have a lot of work to do because there's people out there that need our help. They're not educated when it comes to money. And um, that's what I do. I love these educational courses. So here's the next thing. The next, the next reason they fail is because they have no financial plan. So look, people don't plan to fail. They just don't plan at all. So if a, if a, if a person doesn't plan to fail, they just don't plan at all, then, 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 then how is it, how is their future going to be and end up? See, in, in, in the Hispanic community, we plan for quinceañeras, bodas, birthday parties. Um, and, um, and see, they, they, they plan sometimes a year, two years for, for one of those things, but, but how long do they plan for their, for, but they don't even take one day to plan for their future. 
And that's something guys that, that we need, that we need to address. We need to help out, help people out because people are not on track to have the retirement that they want to have. Does that make sense guys? So, uh, so let's go to the next one. Number, th number three is financial coach, a financial coach, a financial uh, advisor, somebody that guides them step-by-step step, every step along the way so that they could uh, uh, retire with, with dignity. Right. So, so here's, here's the main, the, the two main things that people need to focus on. See, you're either going to die too soon or live too long. We're all going to die, right? We just don't know when. Now, if, now the problem is that if we die too soon with no money or live too long with no money, then that's what we need to fix. And the way you fix that is that you fix this situation, dying too soon. You fix it by getting a, what guys? By getting a life insurance policy. These are the basics of investing. A lot of people say, Raul, should I invest in Bitcoin? There's this, there's this um, investment that people are, are telling me about. Should I do it? I'm like, you should do it. But first, do you have your financial plan in order? Your priorities, right? What comes, what comes first, chicken or the egg? Do you have your finances in order? And that's something that you have to put in order. If you have a Roth IRA, if you're saving 10% or more of your income, if you're, on if you're debt free or you're on track to be debt free, uh, if you have a financial plan, then yes, go ahead, invest in Bitcoin. We'll go ahead and invest in all these different things, right? Um, but don't invest in those things if you don't have a financial plan. See, because you're, you're thinking get rich quick. You're thinking, oh, if I invest in Bitcoin, I might get rich quick and that's going to solve a lot of my problems. And uh, have you noticed that the opposite happens, especially when you don't have, see the people that get lucky are the ones that already have um, like, for example, an emergency fund. Do you know, you know what being Murphy proof is? Murphy's law proof? Your Murphy's law proof, Murphy's law says that the things that you least want to happen actually happen, right? Um, so the way you avoid the things that you don't want to happen to happen is to have an emergency fund, to have a financial plan. Um, having an emergency fund, now you become Murphy repellent. And you want to become Murphy repellent because it sucks when crap, you know, hits the fan and, and it's, and, and you're, and you're going through a financial situation, right? So if you don't have life insurance, don't invest in Bitcoin until you have life insurance because you invest in Bitcoin, $10,000, and then you're, and then Bitcoin goes down 30%. Now you're down seven, $6,000. Does that make sense? You're down seven, $6,000. And then something happens. How's your family going to do it with $6,000 guys? And you didn't have life insurance policy. Does that make sense? So I know, I know I'm, I'm kind of giving you like medicine. It's, it's tastes bad right now to your ears, but it's good for you. Right? So make sure you uh, take this advice. Uh, the other part you fix it with um, by how do you fix living too long with no money? Well, you fix it with a retirement plan. Okay. Basics. These are the basic financial principles right here, guys. Next one. How does money work? Well, most people, what do they do? They put their money in the bank where the bank grows your money and uh, the bank um, uses your money like bank Wells Fargo Chase and they use your money and they invest it in the global economy where they get eight to 20, uh, eight to 28% rate of return. And then what, what do you, um, what do they do with your money? How much do they give you? They give you less than 1% and that sucks. I mean, that's, that's too bad, right? What are you going to do about it? What well, can you do something about it? Yes, that's what we teach people. What we teach people is 
skip the middleman, go directly, bypass the middleman and put it directly in the global economy where you're going to get returns of nine to 12%. And a lot of people right here, this is where I doubt it. See, if you don't know, you're going to doubt this because you're thinking who the heck gives nine to 12%. Well, guess what? Mutual funds since 1924 and there's different types. Yes, I know, but there's good ones out there that since 1924 have averaged nine to 12%. Now, let me ask you, what would you prefer nine to 12% or less than 1% that the bank's giving you? Have you ever had a credit card that, you know, if you've ever had a, a, a credit card with Macy's or Victoria's Secret or Sears or JCPenney, all those credit cards start at 21.99%. Guess who's lending you the money? The bank. Guess where, they're, guess where they get the money to lend you that money? They get it from you. <laughs> they're lending you your own money at a 21.99%. That sucks, right? How do you beat it? I just showed you right now. You skip them. You put your money directly in the global economy and you put your money in a thing called mutual funds. And, and if I have time, I'll get into it so you could know exactly. You know what? Let me just dive into it right now so you could know what a mutual fund is. Okay, so here's a mutual fund. As you can see right here, here's it on the screen. You can see what a mutual fund is. Okay, so check this out. A, a, a mutual fund is one of the most effective long-term investments. Can you see that? I don't know if you can see that, guys. I think uh, we're having trouble here with the with the pan. Oops. Right there. You guys able to see that? I don't know if you guys are able to see that. But anyways, uh, mutual fund works like this. So you have individ individual professionally uh, investors who put their money in a individually professionally managed money. Uh, so there's there's fund managers, people that manage your money, that put your money in a place so they could grow. And their job is to beat the market because if they don't beat the market, then why hire them, right? Fire them if they don't beat the market. But that's the whole idea. They get paid to beat the market, okay? And what do they put their money? They put their money in consumer companies like Procter & Gamble, um, you know, Febreze, Crest, Downey, Gillette, right? Then, or they put their money in telecommunication companies like Verizon, wireless, broadband, consumer uh restaurants like mcdonald's corporations global fast foods in and out right I'm, I'm sorry not in and out that's actually a private company but all public companies right entertainment they put it in walt disney company abc television networks disney channel walt disney and all this all those theme parks right pharmaceutical companies like pfizer uh you know advil uh then we have uh technology companies like microsoft apple google uh facebook they put it on consumer already did that right and then what do they do they give returns and the mutual fund company gives the returns back to you to the individual investors and that is exactly how mutual funds work okay so did you know that the average mutual fund holds about 150 stocks so this is a good one too because a lot of people think hey raul um can i lose my money in mutual funds no because your money spread in 150 different places so that if one company, one of those 150 companies goes bankrupt, you don't lose your money. You lose a little portion of your money, but there's another company that is in the mix that was a competitor of this company that went bankrupt. And that company is going to go up. It's going to go up because there's no more competition. This company went bankrupt. Does that make sense? It's great, man. It's awesome. That's the way it works. So uh, let's go back to the, to the slide here. All right. So again, how do you do that? You have to open up three accounts. 
when you open up a mutual fund, you want a mutual fund that grows a little bit conservative. It's called an emergency fund because you might need this money in the next three to six months. So you don't want it to grow a lot because you might need it pretty, pretty quick, right? And then you have uh, an educational fund, an educational fund so that your kids don't get into student loan debt, right? You want to save money for their college. Student loan debt, by the way, the worst debt you could have. Student loan debt is the debt that if, you know, if you, you can't bankrupt on student loan debt. Right now, there's a deferment going on because of the coronavirus, right? You don't have to make payments or stuff like that. But if you're able to just get rid of it, okay, because it's, it's like a... It's like a huge monkey on your back. It's a debt you can't get rid of. They'll, they'll garnish your wages if you don't make payments, unless you know something like this is going on. So why keep this debt? You know, uh, let's pay it off. Let's get. I remember when I paid off my student loans, guys. When I graduate, graduated from college, I, I had twenty two thousand dollars in student loans, and I I couldn't get rid of this money, dude. I didn't, I didn't know how to pay it off. And I thought I was going to have this freaking student loan debt for the rest of my life. And uh, when I paid it off, oh my God, such a huge relief off my shoulders. I literally felt the relief off of my shoulders. I don't know. The mind is a powerful thing, you know, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's something that you should have also a retirement account, a Roth IRA um, you know, a Roth IRA, why everybody should have a Roth IRA tax-free. Are you kidding me? I'm going to show you this. So check this out. I'm going to, I'm going to give you an example of this. Okay. Um, here's, here's, here's how it works. A Roth IRA, you put money into it and the money grows tax-free. Say it, say it with me. Come on guys. Tax-free. It's beautiful. You don't pay taxes on it. That means you could withdraw whatever you want. You don't pay any taxes. Everybody should have open up a Roth IRA. Google it. How do you open up a Roth? Hit me up, right? Send me a text message. Uh, by the way, the number is 760-501-2536. Make sure you write it down. If you're taking notes, hopefully you have a notepad with you. Take notes. Um, 760-501-2536. Text me the word invest or webinar, and I'll add you to my, to my webinar text. Um, and you'll get individual text me, but, but you could also text me directly. I'll, I'll answer those text messages to you. Those text messages go to my cell phone and I answer, I answer them uh, personally and directly to you. You can ask me anything. Um, so where was I at? Oh yeah, I was saying uh, you put your money in a Roth IRA and you max it out. What is the max you could put in a Roth IRA? 6,000 a year. That should be a high priority financial goal that you have. Super, super high priority. Well, I can't save 500 bucks a month. That's okay. I know how you feel. I felt the same way. But little by little, you can do it. Today, today, I, I talked to a client today, and she's saving, uh, she's saving $50 a week. But then we added a, um, a thing that increases her savings every six months, $2. That's nothing, right? So right now, after a year that I did that, that was last year, a year later, now she's saving $56 a year. Uh, I'm sorry, $56 a week. So she went from 50 to $56 a week. That's not a lot. So I told her, hey, it's time to increase it. My goal is to help you uh, save uh, uh, 500 bucks a month. And right now you're a little short. And then she said, okay, Raul, you know what? I just paid off my car. Go ahead and increase every week, $75 a week. And I told her, but we're going to increase it to $100 a week in six months by adding $5 every month. 
are you cool with that? And she said, cool. So I did it. So now every, every, uh, every month, her savings is going to go up from 75 a week to 80 a week, and then 85 a week, then 90 a week. So that's how you do it. You do it. You start with little. Start with 25 bucks a month. Can't you do 25 bucks a month? Can you do $25 a week? Oof. Or yeah, maybe you can. So do it and then set it up so that it increases the savings little by little. And before you know it, bam, you're saving a ton of money, guys. That's how you do it. That's how I did it. You know, um, I mean, shoot, we make good income too, but, but we save about $10,000 a month. How do we do that? Because we started with 25 bucks a month and then we increased called the, uh, it's, it's in the book, uh, Automatic Millionaire. Check it out. Basically, if you don't want to read it, <laughs> I'll tell you the whole gist of the book is that you have to set up a savings plan where you increase your savings little by little every single month, little by little every single month. You can do it, guys. Trust me, you can. All right. So let's keep going. Comp Magic of compound interest. $200 of monthly savings for 37 years. That's from age 30 to 67. Raul, look, if you're over 30, this applies to your kids or, or you, you might be a little late. Maybe the savings is a little bit less, but it's still a lot. Check this out. If you save that underneath the couch, you're only going to accumulate 88,800 bucks. Is that a lot? I don't know. It depends. It depends how the way you see it, right? But that's definitely not a lot for your retirement. That'll last you one, two years. But because you, you're, you're, you're coming to this class and you're learning that you could save 3%, so 3% interest, that's $162,000. Your $88,000 turns into $162,000. How about that? Is that amazing or what? Is that, is that, does that excite you guys? I don't know. Is that exciting? To me, guys, that was super, super exciting for me. I mean, I, I can't tell you how much that excites me. It's, 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 it's ridiculous how much that excites me, but, um, let's see, you could get better. 6%, $327,000, 12%. What do you think is going to be a 12%? Go ahead and type in your answer on the chat, guys. What do you think is going to be at 12%? Well, guess what? When I saw this for the first time, the 12% was actually, uh, the 12% is actually, um, I, I said $500,000, but you know what? The answer is actually $1.3 million. I see, I see you guys, seven, 700,000. That's a good guess, better guess than mine. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So that's all right. Yep. It's your fun. Yep. I said, I said 500,000. So when I saw this, I, <laughs> when I saw uh, $1.3 million, I said, how the heck does this work? How does 80, 8,000 turn into $1.3 million. And guys, the answer is compound interest. Compound interest, Albert Einstein says, compound interest is the most powerful force in the universe. Have you ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of Albert Einstein? I said, man, if this guy's talking about it, man, then it must be true. <laughs> All right. Um, so let me give you an example of how to help families. Okay. So here we go. Most, most people work, uh, most people, this is where most people are at. Okay. Most people are, in, are working with banks, the law, of the law of 72, yes, called the rule of 72. Yes, the rule of 72. Look it up. Definitely. Thank you for typing that up. Okay, so Chase, Bank of America, Wells Fargo. That's what they do. And what do they do? It They do it to pay the bills. They have a, a bank account to pay the bills. And maybe they could save a little bit of money. 
The problem is that the savings grows to get, you get no, no rate of return in the bank, right? So let me give you an example. Let's say, um, here's another reason. Look, most people can't save a lot. Let's say they could save $50 a week. That's $200 a month. Okay, so $200 a month, uh, that's $2,400 a year. And if you save for 30 years, that's $72,000. But nope, not really, because there's a thing called inflation. And inflation eats up your money. So there goes the loss of value. Okay, so the, the, you know, the buying power is going to be less, $50,000. And at 3%, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the third reason is that it's, it's a bad, the family's going to be in a bad situation if they don't have life insurance, right? See, a lot of people don't have life insurance. That's what, that's what I come across more than anything else. A lot of people um, in the past, when I started, they used to have life insurance, but we would talk about what kind of life insurance should you have? What's the right type of life insurance you should have? And then we would replace it if it, if it made sense, if it was better. Nowadays, people don't have life insurance. So, uh, so, so the thing about it is that if they just have a bank account and they're not saving because most people have bad financial habits, and if they save it, look at the situation. They don't get no return. They lose value. And the family's in a bad situation if, if the breadwinner was to pass away on year one, they would, they would pass away with $2,400 in their savings. How good, how good is that going to be for the family? They're going to be in a really, really bad financial situation, right, guys? So, um, so what do we do, man? This is plan A. What we're going to do is we're going to put those $200 to work in, a, in two different places. The same $72,000, we're going to put it to work for the next 30 years. We're going to get, we're going to get um, $100 in a Roth IRA. By the way, that's not a lot. Again, the goal is $500. But something's better than nothing, right? In this case, $100 a month in a Roth IRA. At 12%, the 72,000 turns into 353,000 tax-free, okay? All right, now well, what are we gonna do with the other 100? We're gonna get a term life insurance policy, term life insurance policy, 300,000 on the husband, 300,000 on the wife, 15,000 on the kids, tax-free. What do you mean tax-free? Well, look, if the husband passes away, the wife gets $300,000 tax-free. The government doesn't touch it. So we're gonna turn $72,000, Okay, we're going to turn $72,000 into either $300,000 tax-free or $353,000 tax-free. Whether they live too long or they die too soon, they're going to have over $300,000 tax-free. That's the beauty of, 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 of doing it this way. It's called buy, term, and invest difference. And this is the best way to go in terms of building a financial plan. Short-term, protected with life insurance, term life insurance, and long-term, protected with a Roth IRA so that they could have tax-free benefits either way. All right, so let's keep going here because we're, we're running out of time. All right, so now, oh, here's a picture of my parents. I always like to share this because uh, it's my personal testimony. Uh, my first clients when I came into the industry was my parents. Um, they, I didn't know they, actually, I did know that they needed financial help, but I didn't know that they were going to become my clients. Um, but luckily I had a really good trainer and he helped my parents out in a huge way. One thing that happened is that we put them on a game plan to become debt free. My parents now have, oh, um, they owe uh, no man anything, right? That's, that's in the Bible right there. Um, they're debt free, right? The Bible says you're a slave to the lender. If you're, if you're, if you have debt, you're a slave to that lender. Their house is paid off, so we put them on a game plan, game plan to pay off their house. 
they had a 27 year mortgage. We, we brought that house down, to, uh, we brought it down to 20, uh, to 15 years. And that allowed them to, and, and by the way, we, we grabbed equity from the house. So check this out. This is how we refinance. My parents had a 27 year mortgage and we, we, they had equity, right? So we, we grabbed some equity from the house and we use that equity to travel around the world. No, I'm just kidding. We use that equity to pay off their car, both of their cars, to pay off their credit cards. And so now they had one payment and that reduced their monthly payment significantly. So, so now they had 300, I don't remember exactly, but it was 300, $400 of disposable income because they paid off all their debts. Actually, it was like 800 bucks. It was a lot of money. And what do we do with those 800 bucks? We grabbed that money and we applied it to the principal of the house. And now instead of paying off the house in 27 years, they paid off in 15 years or less. They, I mean, they could have paid it off even sooner, but that's a strategy to get out of debt that works beautifully. Okay, make sure you're using that strategy. They also had, they didn't know, but my dad had a 401k. He didn't know where he was saving it. So my trainer told him, hey, you're, it's very conservative. And my dad said, yeah, because I'm a conservative type of guy. I remember him telling them that in Spanish, right? My parents don't speak that much English. Well, my mom, nothing, but my dad, very little. And my dad said, well, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to put it in aggressive, but then see my trainer did an excellent job explaining to him that look in mutual funds, aggressive, the stock market has done for the last hundred years, nine, 12%. And you could prove it. You could, you could watch a chart. And, um, and you could see it for yourself. I'm going to show you right now. Okay, this is going to blow you away because it, uh, it, it does it does that to a lot of people, huh? right? So here's a stocks app. Everybody has this app, okay? You could, you could uh, download it uh, from the app store and you could see it for yourself right there. Okay, so let me see. All right, so here we go. Let me zoom out. All right, cool. So check this out. I'm going to look at the Dow Jones. Uh, I'm going to look at the S&P 500. All right, so let me zoom into this into this chart right there. Can I move it around? I don't know if I could move it around. Oh, I can't move it around. That's fine. Oh, yes, I can. Oh, beautiful. Look at that. Oh, I love this application. That's really cool. All right. So here's a chart of the S&P 500, which is the stock market, the top. What is S&P 500? The S&P 500 is a top 500 American companies in the United States, the top 500. So that includes Amazon, Walmart, Coca-Cola, Ford. I mean, you name it, right? There's a ton of companies out there. By the way, what are the chances of, of those huge companies going out of business? It's there. Look at what happened to, um, you know, uh, uh, Payless shoe stores. Remember that? My parents used to buy me pro wings. We would buy shoes from that store only because <laughs> we were so broke, right? Remember pro wings? Well, if you have gray hair like me, you remember pro wings. But anyways, that company is out of business, right? Bankrupt. Uh, remember Toys R Us? I always wanted a toy from Toys R Us. That's an old company, right? Bankrupt, no longer in business. But so companies do go out of business, but who gets them out of business? Other companies that are coming up and comers, right? Like Amazon took those two out of business. Does that make sense? So you're always investing in the top 500 American companies as companies are coming out, new companies are coming in, but it's always growing, you see, because there's a new, there's always something new happening. So here's the chart of the last 10 years, okay? 
in the last 10 years, the stock market has done 285%. And this is not a mutual fund. This is just the market. So this is, this is like, you don't need somebody to help you make this money because the, mar the money, the market is already doing it for you automatically. Does that make sense? So, so you don't need a fund manager and pay them extra money. Like in a mutual fund, you have to pay a sales charge, right? To have somebody manage your money and make it grow. But the reason you're paying them is to do better than what I'm about to show you. That's how mutual funds work, right? Okay, so let me show you here. Check this out. Here is the stock market in the last 10 years. And the stock market, all right, has done 285%. You can see the number in the middle, right? 285% in the last 10 years. All right, you got that? Now let's do simple math. What's 285 divided by 10? Remember? Remember, you just have to move the decimal point to the left. That's 28.5%. So wait a minute, Raul. You just, you're saying that I could get a 28.5% rate of return every single year in the last 10 years if I would have invested just in the index, the S&P 500. Crazy, right? And that's without fees. That's without caps, nothing. It's all yours. Now, imagine if you would have put it in a fund manager, in a, in a fund company, mutual fund, you would have gotten way more than that. Now, obviously, the market never does 28% per year forever because there's bad years, there's corrections. There, in, the, in that last 10 year period, there hasn't been a correction. There was like the, the, the drop of the coronavirus drop, but it bounced right up. So it was kind of like a fake correction because it did go down 35%, but it, it bounced pretty hard. So, but you will get nine to 12%. Does that make sense, guys? So there it is. I just, I, I, I just proved to you that you could get a really excellent rate of return. Okay, so let me pan out real quick now. And uh, let me see, where am I at? Oops, there it is. Okay, I was talking about my parents, sorry. They have a will, they have $1,200 social security that's coming in and they have uh, $1,700 rental income. So my parents are financially independent. They're not wealthy, they're not rich. They started late, they started in their late 40s with their financial plan. What does that tell me? That tells me that anybody could do it. If you would like to uh, build a financial plan and you feel like it's too late, it's never too late. You got to start now because my parents started late and look at them now, right? They're financially independent. They're doing really, really good. So, um, so yeah, guys, that's, that's, um, uh, so now I'm going to get into the, the, the other part of the presentation, which I wanted to share with you a little bit about um, getting out of debt, the, the, pro the program of getting out of debt, debt stacking. All right. I'm going to share with you here. Let's say you, you don't have a mortgage, but you want to pay off your house. You want to pay off your house uh, still. What do you do? The way you do it is if you, don't have a, if you don't have a mortgage is you do what's called debt stacking. Okay, so what is debt stacking, Raul? It's, 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 uh, debt stacking is a beautiful thing. Uh, it's a beautiful thing that allows you to get, become debt-free real fast. Again, these are the basics, and you might have seen this already before but it's always good to see it and to get re repetition, right? It's the mother of memory. And then it starts settling in and then you start realizing, yeah, I remember now where Raul said a couple of weeks ago and I haven't done it. So I'm listening to it again and now I'm going to do it. That's what you want to do. You want to be in a situation where you kind of feel like a little bit like, oh man, I heard it before, but are you doing it? <laughs> That's what matters, right? 
uh, you know, they say that knowledge is power. No, knowledge puts use as power, right? You got to have faith that it's going to work. So faith means action. You got to put some action into, into this knowledge. So are you doing it? Raul, I heard this before. Great. How are you doing it? That's what matters right here, right? Are you doing it? Accelerate paid off your debt. Debt stacking. It says what you do is you pay off first. You, you, you line up all your credit cards right here, right? You line up all your, all your, all your uh, debts. Right here, you line up all your debts. Oh man, can't draw on it. That's fine. You line up all your debts into into the month in, in, from the smallest balance to the biggest balance first, right? So you put the smaller you you're gonna attack the smallest balance credit card first, okay? And then what you're gonna do is once that credit card retail it's in the blue box, right? Retail credit card one is paid off. You're gonna get those two hundred and twenty dollars. And now you're going to use it towards the next step. You're going to add, add it the 220 to the 353 right here. So the 353 plus the 220. Now the new payment is $573 per month. And obviously that's going to help you pay off that credit card faster. And you just keep piling it up to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. And you're going to pay off your mortgage and your house and your debts much faster. So check this out without that stacking. You would, have, you would have had to pay off your house and, and all your debts in 23 years. You would have paid 214,000 in interest and you would have, and, and your monthly payment would have been 27.20. But with debt stacking, look at the difference. You would have paid off your house 14 years sooner. That means in nine years, you would have saved $130,000 in interest. That means you would have only paid $83,000 in interest total. For what, guys? For the same monthly payment. Tell me that's not powerful. Not only that, we're going to take it a step further, right? If you've heard of Dave Ramsey, he calls it debt snowballing, right? He got it from us. Dave Ramsey used to be in a company, the company that I work with, and he called it debt snowball. But anyways, it doesn't matter. It works, right? But this is something that Dave Ramsey doesn't teach. He doesn't teach the bottom red letters, okay? Read them with me. By investing the same amount of your debt pay, repayments, once they're gone, your result could be, uh, once they're gone, your result could be $2.4 million. What does that mean, guys? That means that once you're debt-free, what you're going to do is you're going to get the $2,720 monthly payment that you were paying. And what are you going to do with that? You're going to save it. In a mutual fund where well, you're going to get nine percent return because right here in the small print it says that's if you're getting a nine percent rate of return you see that so there's a little small print right there so that's that's below what you could really get right but if you just put it in a nine percent return two thousand seven hundred and forty dollars a month till retirement age they could have 2.4 million dollars by the time they retire is that powerful or what guys that's exactly the way you should get out of debt the fee for this webinar is that you share. Only if you saw value, only if you see value, only if you see the importance of, of, of the value of other people knowing about this. If you see the value and the importance, please share this webinar. Uh, that's all I ask you to do, that more people get to know uh, this important information so that they won't retire broke. Remember, 90% of families are not in a good financial situation and they're not on track to retire the way they would like to, and most of them don't even have a choice. 
they're going to retire broke unless somebody shares information like somebody shared it with me. I know that my parents would be broke by now, probably living in my house, not financially independent, guys. But because of these concepts and because of these, these, these principles of financial building financial wealth that I was taught 19 years ago, uh, I believe that's the reason my parents are set financially. They don't depend on their kids like most people do, right? And they don't have to work. My dad has been retired for four years and he's he's been working since he was probably seven, eight years old. So he still works. I mean, he works really hard on his house and he's always doing little projects, right? But, um, but he's free. He's free, guys. And that's the whole idea of this. So if you see value and you want to help somebody get free, this is where it starts. It starts with financial literacy financial education so anyways man you want to get that uh those links replay links make sure you text webinar or text whatever text i want the replay links whatever you want to text right just make sure you um uh register your number to that so you can get future webinar uh notifications of my next webinar next wednesday uh and um and the number is ready the number is 760-501-2536 Anyways, guys, hopefully you, you share and you got a lot of valuable information. You learned something new tonight. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate your time and efforts. Uh, thank you all. And uh, if you have, yes, attack your debt, guys. Kill debt. Get vicious with debt. Debt, guys, is real, uh, a modern day slavery. Let's get rid of debt. All right, guys, take care. Love you guys. Have a great night. See you at the top. Take care.